0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When David Zerflu of Alberta, Canada was pulled over for a breathalyser, he knew it was likely he'd be over the limit, so he did what any smooth criminal would do and after pulling over, jumped out of his car and tried to escape. Naturally, his attempt was futile because he was grabbed by Constable Bill Robinson and promptly thrown into the back of the police car. When the matter went to court, a teacher had taken a group of Grade 11 and 12 students along to witness court proceedings, but the teacher, students and in fact every single person in the courtroom wasn't expecting to hear what Zerflu had done following his arrest to try and bring his alcohol limit down. According to the testimonies of the police officers and Mr Zerfloo himself, once in the back of the car, he came up with the totally unusual and, well, as it turns out, ineffective idea of eating his undies to try and soak up the alcohol. Yep, you heard that right. Mr Zerflu ripped the crotch out of his boxer shorts, stuffed the fabric in his mouth, chewed for a few minutes and then spat it out. His plan failed big time with him blowing over the legal limit, but he certainly gave the courtroom plenty of entertainment that day, with people leaving the courtroom pissing themselves laughing, tears running down their cheeks and trying so hard not to laugh even more. So today we're looking at crimes involving undies. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. (laughs) How hey how are you all doing? It's great to have you here. So today we are looking at crimes involving undies and if you're thinking we couldn't possibly have found enough crimes involving them then you'd be wrong. Also just so you know I have a phobia of the word panties. <laughs> in fact saying it just says made me feel a bit icky. So the word panties has been replaced in all of the stories for my sanity and possibly yours too. If you hear the word undies, I'm essentially referring to knickers, bloomers, underpants, pantaloons, grundies, boxers, boxer shorts, G-strings, G-bangers, undergarments, jockeys, jocks, bonds, cottontails, briefs, drawers, loincloths, underclothes, underclothing, intimate things, what the fuck, reg grundies, Reginald smalls, long johns, small clothes, underthings, butthuggers, drawers, gruds, tidy whities, any of those things and any other things. For the purpose of this episode, all of those things are undies. To California now where a man by the name of Sean Maguire, who had quite a criminal history of exposing himself in public, decided to be a little more private on this occasion by breaking into a family home and changing into some lingerie. Matthew Esrich called the cops to report they'd been visited by a home intruder, and the police ultimately found Maguire prowling through the suburb in nothing but a bra and pant. No, 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 not saying it. In nothing but a bra and knickers. Even weirder, the homeowner, Mr Esrich, said the bra and undies the suspect was wearing didn't belong to him <laughs> or his wife. Glad he cleared that up for everyone. But it seems that last smooth criminal isn't the only one who enjoys committing crimes in nothing but undies. Over to Brooklyn, New York, when a man who already had a police record for stealing beer and ravioli from a local supermarket, it's quite a good dinner actually, was arrested a second time when they found him sleeping outside a deli in nothing but a hot pink G string. 61 year old Randall Hyton was most displeased to have been woken up and also told the police he always slept in nothing but a thong, or in Australia, a G string, because in Australia a thong is a flip flop. So next time you hear me say, I'm wearing thongs, I'm not wearing a G-string, I'm wearing flip-flops. Okay, glad we cleared that up. Highton was ultimately charged with public indecency and was also ordered to stay far away from that deli. (laughs) With another presidential election coming up, this story from Wisconsin in the USA is rather timely because it occurred not long after the presidential election nearly four years ago. Apparently, the man was furious that Donald Trump had become the president, and his neighbor's security camera captured him wearing nothing but boxes, blowtorched the crap out of a Donald Trump campaign sign on his neighbor's lawn. Neighbor and Trump supporter Kevin Leaty said he was horrified when he went out that morning to fetch his newspaper to find his Trump-Pence-Make-America-Great-Again sign on his lawn and totally destroyed by fire. He and his wife looked at the security footage and spotted their neighbour, in nothing but boxes, killing Trump and Pence with fire. Police were called and the neighbour was charged with criminal mischief. Hopefully he behaves after the election next month. (laughs) Naturally, when researching this topic, we came across hundreds of stories about lingerie stealing, sometimes referred to as snow dropping, where people steal undies or clotheslines. But we're only going to include the best of the best stories about underwear stealing that we found. Let's wind the clock back to 1992 during the LA riots, when people started looting stores stealing things like TVs and VCRs. God, VCRs, this story is making me feel so old. But other looters had slightly more expensive tastes, breaking into high-end department store Fredericks of Hollywood and stealing nearly a quarter of a million bucks worth of lingerie. The store also has a lingerie museum, and the thieves were ruthless, breaking into display cases and stealing the gold-tasseled bustier Madonna wore in the video for her song, Open Your Heart a push-up bra worn by Katie Segal as Peg Bundy and Married with Children, and a pair of bloomers previously owned by movie star Ava Gardner. A few days after the burglary, a man known as Jim B. responded to newspaper stories begging for the return of the lingerie, no questions asked. He gave the store the push-up bra and the bloomers, but sadly Madonna's bustier was never recovered. Madonna agreed to give another bustier to Fredericks for the lingerie museum, in exchange for them donating 10 grand to an organization that offered free mammograms to women from low-income homes. Ah, oh, what a feel-good ending to that story. Meanwhile in Florida, A man by the name of Joseph Wilson holds the dubious honour of having been arrested over a hundred times from stealing underwear from a Beals department store. What a claim to fame. And back in 2014 in Hamilton, Canada, a burglar was caught after stealing over $200,000 worth of jewellery, electronics and family heirlooms. But the information that assisted police in working out that all of the crimes were being committed by the same person was the fact that he or she also stole hundreds of pairs of women's undies from the homes as well. Eventually, a security camera at one of the homes captured footage of the man responsible and police were able to identify him. A search warrant was issued and when they went through his home, they found a closet stuffed full of stolen goods. The 23-year-old was arrested and charged with numerous counts, including break and enter, attempted entry and possession of burglary tools. But as he had burgled so many homes, and not all of the burglaries had been reported, the cops decided to hold a conference of sorts, where they invited the public to come and see if any of the goods they had recovered belonged to them. At the conference, over 150 pairs of ladies' undies were displayed over three tables, and many people who attended were able to undefy the underps as theirs, ultimately leading to more charges. Would you have identified the undies as yours? Like, sure, expensive lazy knickers, I've got no problem. But what if they were your daggy old gigantic granny pants? Like, there's no way I would have told the cops that they belonged to me. (laughs) Now to a story where underwear was used in the commission of several crimes. The Bank of England, back in the 1980s, had an incinerator where worn-out banknotes, no longer considered in good enough condition for circulation, would be burned. But one of the staff took advantage of this system and started stealing the money before it was burned to a crisp. In fact, over a four-year period, she managed to steal £600,000 worth of banknotes. And the reason she went undetected for so long was because she smuggled the money out of the bank in her underwear. What eventually led to her being caught, even though the bank's staff had suspected Christine Gibson but never caught her in the act, was when her doofus husband Peter took numerous wads of tatty notes worth over a £100,000 into a local building society wanting to open an account. The staff were incredibly suspicious and called the police and after they investigated the Gibsons their scheme was exposed. And in another case where undies were used to commit a crime, a Malaysian flight attendant was arrested at Melbourne Airport in Australia for smuggling parcels of heroin into the country stashed inside her undies. Zalee Zainal had smuggled heroin into Australia eight times before her arrest and she told the cops it was to pay for her sick daughter's medical treatments, adding she was vulnerable and willing to do anything. According to statements it took the Melinda Airlines hostess, three months to learn how to walk without detection with the packages of drugs in her underwear. On each of the eight occasions she smuggled a kilo of drugs into the country where she would then go to a hotel to exchange the drugs for cash. Each time she acted as a mule she was given six and a half thousand dollars for her efforts even though the street value of the drug she smuggled into Australia was in excess of three million bucks. Late last year, she was finally caught by Australian Border Force officers and while the judge showed some leniency, she was sentenced to nine and a half years' imprisonment, but she could be freed in three years if she doesn't breach her good behaviour bond and upon release she will be deported back to Malaysia. Zainal should count her lucky star she was caught in Australia and not in her home country of Malaysia, where she could have faced the death penalty. Now to a story where undies, or lack of, led to the arrest of a school teacher. In Oklahoma in 2017, students reported that their teacher had been doing cartwheels in the junior high school choir room, which is weird enough in itself. But even worse, Lacey sponsor, aged 34, wasn't wearing any undies at the time. Now there's a visual for you. The relief teacher was arrested and charged with indecent exposure and the students were no doubt scarred for life. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal. You can listen to us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify... Castbox, overcast pocket casts antenna pod downcast the smooth criminal podcast channel on youtube and even through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smooth criminal also why not join our facebook page smooth criminal groupies or you can find us on twitter please rate and review and share with your friends until next time remember don't get hit by don't get struck by a smooth criminal